TheWellnessCouch.com, streaming wellness into your lives. Welcome to 100 Not Out, featuring your hosts, Dr. Damien Christoph and Marcus Pierce. Hello and welcome to 100 Not Out, a weekly show dedicated to helping you master the art of aging well. Marcus Pierce here with you and as always I am joined by my brother from another mother, the longevity expert, the mad Italian slash Czechoslovakian slash chiropractic <laughs> champion that travels the world sharing his wisdom. What are you talking about? Dr. Damien Christoph. Uh, Hello, You're not really a mad Italian, are you? No, I got no madness in me or Italian in me, but I... Um, I know where you're going with it. So it's great to be with you again, PC. It's always great to be here with you. Are you good? I'm fabulous. I'm, um, yeah, been having good chats today, lots of phone calls. Have you? The house is relatively quiet. Sarah's doing a school pickup at the moment. So it's always a very calming time the uh, weekday afternoon. Um, <laughs> yeah, we're going to have a chat in the future with a man called Charlie Arnott, who is a parent at. Uh, at at uh, my kid's school, uh, as his uh, daughter is as well. He's one of the Arnott, like he's a descendant of Arnott's Biscuits. Um, oh, wow. And he was on up that? for a chat the other day, and uh, the other week or maybe October last year. Fascinating yeah. stuff. And we've got to talk to him about what we see in Ikaria and all the rest of it. So we're going to get him on in the next week or two. How did how did the Up for a Chat girls get him before we got him? Do you know why? Because I had no idea that Charlie Arnott, uh, Charlie, the dad at my school, was Charlie Arnott. Just no idea. You know, like you see school parents, and to you they're Tom, Dick, and Harry, and then you yes. realise that it's um, Dick Smith and uh, Harry, uh, or you know Tom Gleisner and Harry, Harry uh, Charles. Yeah, Harry Charles. Yeah, you know, like yeah, yeah, <laughs> you, just, yeah. was, you just don't. I was going to say you, you definitely know it was Harry Prince Harry. So I just didn't want to say that. I was <laughs> <laughs> yeah. So it's um, one of those. One of those, um, that's the reason why. That is why. So, anyway, um, there's heaps going on uh, with you and I. Are you still there? Yeah, I am. Sorry, just went out out for a moment. So, there's heaps going on. I just just silenced it because there was a bit of noise outside. Oh, no worries. So, you have, um, this is wonderful, wonderful timing. And in a moment, we will talk uh, all things longevity. Not that this isn't, but we're going to do a debrief on our recent chat with Ivo Padizzi, our Sardinian host uh, for our 100 Not Out Longevity Experience. We're going to talk deep in a moment. But you have a screening of the longevity film coming up in uh, March, Wednesday, March 25, which so beautifully coincides with the seventh birthday of 100 Not Out, and this is so serendipitous that I am going to fly down uh, to be there for this momentous event, the the 100 Not Out birthday in conjunction with Vita Lifestyle, in conjunction with Longevity Film Screening in Brighton, and we are going to have a 100 Not Out party to end all parties um, (laughs) and and a viewing of the Longevity Film. Isn't that great? It's just, so it's just going to be fantastic. Yeah, it's going to be fantastic. It's a great way to celebrate. Um, you know, it's one of the things that I love to do is show movies. I love to put on seminars as well. But uh, we're finding these days, Marcus Pierce, that uh, it's harder to get people along to seminars. 
So we thought that this year we'd start doing, for our practice, we'd start doing um, movies. and great. Yeah, great way to learn. Yeah. Great way. Yeah, and so we're going to start the night, the evening, with a longevity experience with you and I, uh, and we'll do a little bit of a chat. We'll have some food and some nibbles um, and some drinks. So obviously there'll be some champagne bubbles. There'll be probably some kombucha bubbles. There'll be some water bubbles um, and maybe even some beer bubbles. We'll see. But uh, <laughs> there'll be bubbles. And and then we'll have some little you know finger foods. We're thinking about, we're thinking about having it at the Greek restaurant across the road from the cinema, which is... Is George Colombaris's restaurant. That's where we're thinking of do doing it, that. So do it. we're just we're just pricing that up. Just pricing it up. We haven't really put the ticket prices high enough to really do that, but we think we might still do it. Um, and uh, and and so we thought that this is where I would go. And so because you and I are the stars of the longevity film, <laughs> let's uh, let's do it. <laughs> Speaking of yourself, I think I've got about thirty seconds, but it's a quality thirty seconds. I do think it's the best yeah. thirty seconds of of the doco. I love, your white I love the white jacket. Do you know how many That's... comments I get with that Oxford, not very expensive purchase? I get yeah. comments galore with that. Pretty good. It's pretty flash. I might have to start asking Oxford just to give me uh, free gear, given how many comments. Maybe, maybe you, yeah. maybe you could be sponsored. Like yeah, I noticed might. that when I listened to Ravi and Murray in um, before the dip. <laughs> They always <laughs> shout out to their sponsors. Always, they love it. Bunnings, Bunnings, and MJ, uh, MJ Bale. Yeah, that's right. Porsche, Porsche Tesla. <laughs> uh, uh, Molly Forage, Forage used to be their oh, major that's sponsor. So funny, I love that. Yeah. I love that. That's hilarious. Um, so thank the- you, Oxford. Thank you, Oxford, for sponsoring Marcus. <laughs> the link- Calibre, thanks for sponsoring me. <laughs> yeah, but the, the big thing is, Damo. I'll put a link in the in the show notes here. Yeah, yeah. Um, where people can get tickets. Wednesday, March twenty-five, uh, in Brighton. What's the name of the cinema? Uh, Palace. Palace at Dendi. At the Palace. Yep. The Dendi Palace yep. Cinemas. Yep. Um, we want to engage with our listeners in real life. We love feedback we get from our listeners, but there is nothing like meeting people that listen to this podcast uh, regularly. And so um, please come along, but do yourself a favor and get the $60 ticket because it gets the screening. It gets the copy of the Longevity book, which I think is 55 or 60 bucks just by itself, it's retail. 50, yeah, $55 by itself, yeah, all by itself. And nibbles and bubbles. There's no mate. You're not going to make a cent out of this. It's going to be twenty five bucks normally for the screening. Yep. Normally fifty five bucks for the book. Yeah. And you're going to feed uh, the people that get the uh, sixty dollar ticket. Yep. Um, if you're listening to this, gee whiz, that's uh, incredible value. Um, Damo, that's very generous by you. You're clearly not doing it for the money. You're doing it to bring a tribe together. And I'm thrilled to be able to be there with you uh, Wednesday, March twenty five. Good on you, mate. I can't wait. I, you know, it's not about the money for me. It's about the community, which is what I have always said. I love that. I like to build my community up and I love to to meet and see people and say hello and have chats. So it's a great opportunity. It shouldn't Health shouldn't cost a fortune and, you know, learning how to live a long time is not a bad thing to do. So spend a bit of time. The movie goes for 90 minutes. Um, they'll have the pre's beforehand. I think that goes for maybe 45 minutes or so. And then we'll have a Q&A session afterwards with uh, my great mate, Marcus Pierce. Uh, and we'll have a really good chat. It'll be it'll be great. Bring all of your questions. Oh, I can't wait. Now, recently we interviewed Evo Padizzi, who yeah. is our host when we are in Sardinia. He will be looking after us uh, from August 19 to 28 this year. Um, it is fair to say the man has quite a bit of passion. Yeah, he's passionate, wasn't he? Wasn't he passionate? He- 
so passionate. And we both said after this 30 or 40-minute interview, we said, we, we have got to do a debrief on this. It was late at night when we finished. Yep. And so we're coming together now for the first time since that interview. Yeah. And if there's one thing that struck me uh, from that interview with Evo, it was how determined he was to share with us because I think he was – uh, not frustrated by some of our questions, but one of the the big things that I took away from it was he was so determined to share with us and our listeners that it's not one or two or three or four things. I remember you or I said, you know, we've seen patterns around life purpose, movement, and and engagement. Shot us um, down, he did. He shot us down. <laughs> <laughs> shot us down. Like, I want no. to try and impersonate him, but he was like, no, it is, it is, it is every different village is different and every yes. different culture and every separate village is different and every, it's almost every dialect is different and every village and all the food in every village is different to the other village and yeah. it's like it's, it's not just these things. Did you find that as like not alarming but did that grab you as, as much as it did me? It grabbed me really well, actually. I, what I loved about it was that it, it kind of where we thought we were on track, he's gone, no, hang on a second, it's not as simple as that. And I've gone, ooh, okay, mate, so it's not as simple as what that is. Okay, so that's cool. So it just made me rethink everything um, a bit more. Uh, and rather than being so flippant and going, oh, look, it's just about, you know, movement, connection, purpose, um, engagement, all that sort of thing, it's it's – it's a bit more than that, so it's uh, it was good. I liked I liked it that he challenged me. I didn't like I didn't like that I was wrong, but I, I liked that um, he challenged me. It's good. <laughs> I don't know if we spoke about it on air or off air, but we we got talking about philosophy, and I think the interview broadened. Uh, I speak for myself. It definitely broadened my philosophy of what it takes to age gracefully. And as you know, and I'm telling anyone that asks at the moment that I'm writing this book and really testing my own beliefs around what it does take to to age gracefully. And I think Evo put it really succinctly that it, it really is an individual thing. We we all do naturally come up with patterns and observations, but we all are also living our own unique lives that. There are many factors that go in that are right for me that are not necessarily going to be right for you uh, and as for the next person. This is it. This is it. Yeah, I agree. And it is challenging. You know, I remember, I, I think we said it was all about nutrition at one point. I, I definitely thought that it was all about nutrition until- oh, For me, it was all about vegan, not just nutrition. Yeah, it was, that's right. Tofu and chickpeas. Yeah. <laughs> Every vegan lives to 100. And yeah. so, we, you know, we, we thought that it was all that and it was going to be that simple. But this journey of ours, nearly eight years in, is it eight years? Seven years. Uh, seven years. Seven, seven years. years. Is is uh, continuing to you know blow our minds because it continues to change and shows us that we're still learning too. So you know, I'm, I'm glad for those people that are still with us on this journey after you know so many episodes um, that that you're also still learning because we're learning. What did you think in your chats with Evo were um, you know, or, or maybe now that we've had that conversation with evo what do you think will be the the differences um not not so much between say ikaria and sardinia but but what specifically do you think we'll observe i know i'm kind of asking you to predict the future here what do you think we may observe over there that we go oh really that is not what i expected is there anything that you're thinking okay i better adjust for a different experience to maybe what i thought it would be well, it's funny because in my mind, I see this as being 
an Italian Icarian experience. You know, it's it, that's what it feels like to me because we're in the same region. We're in the, you know, in in the Mediterranean kind of space in the in the neighbourhood. Do you know what I mean? Um, but I don't, I don't know. But what's interesting to me, what was interesting to me that Evo said was that their diet is not a Mediterranean diet. You know, the, mm. their diet's not a Mediterranean, you know, they live in the Mediterranean, but their diet is not a Mediterranean diet. Uh, and so that was that was very interesting. So I think the food's going to be surprising to me. Um, I think the climate's going to be quite similar to what we experience in Greece. So I think that that's going to be quite similar. And in the mountain regions, which we we do hike up into when we're in Korea and we experience all of that, we love it, but we stay seaside when we're in Greece. Uh, when we go to Sardinia, we're going to be staying in the mountains. So that's going to be a different mm. experience. So we're going to be living in the mountains. So we'll see different climate. Um, the different night- animals. It's all diff- about the horses. Yeah. Is that right? Horses. Yeah, the there's, horses. A, there's a wild horse. I want to get the pronunciation right because I'll stuff it up. But we go into the woods to look at – oh, what are the names of the wild horse? Anyway, I'm going to find it. Daryl Braithwaite will tell me. Um, <laughs> wild horses, Sardinia. I've got it on the website. I just don't get it. What are they called? Giada. Giada, yeah. Oh. G-I-A-R-A. And it's a horse breed native to the island of Sardinia. It is one of the 15 indigenous horse breeds of limited distribution. Anyway – and uh, we go into the, I think it's even called the Giada. Uh, anyway, it's called the Giada something. Uh, it's like kind of woods of the Giada horses. And we go in there, and we literally, it's like Australian Brumbies. We're just going to go in and 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 connect with the wild horses. Um, so no drop bears, <laughs> Giada wild horses in Sardinia. <laughs> oh, I love, I love it. Braithwaite. Oh, Dale Braithwaite, what a champion. I didn't want to play too much because that could do pre- copyright breaches and stuff, but that was Dale Braithwaite, great song, uh, Horses. Um, I too yeah. am looking forward to that. I think it's going to be great. Um, I think the trees are going to be different. That's going to be great. And you know what I'm like when it comes to plants. I love looking at the herbs that are around. I like to see what, you know, um, the nature – or the natural habitat provides us. And so in Greece, in Ikaria, because it's quite, you know, it's like a desert in some cases and they grow their grapes along the ground and they grow their crops along the ground, they don't grow them, you know, growing high. I've got a feeling that there might be more rain um, in Italy. So the tomatoes might grow on a truss, for example, as opposed to growing on the ground. Um, and we might also see, um, you know, that, the, the types of plants we get won't be the cactuses that we might see and the prickly pears that we'd see in Ikaria. I think there's going to be, you know, different types of fruits. And the herbs that we're going to get exposed to, yes, there'll be rosemary, but um, it won't be like we see when we do the um, the oil, um, the essential oil, uh, you know, yes. thing that we do in Ikaria. So I think it's there's going to be quite a lot of stuff that's different and certainly different enough that um, – It'll be new. It's definitely going to be new for us, and uh, and and exciting too. And and there's there's a lot more that'll be different than they'll be the same. I'm sure of it. It's interesting you just mentioned herbs because I wrote it down. Like we didn't really talk much about herbs. I tried in to our drop interview it in. with. I did. Did you? Hear? I tried yeah, to drop yeah. it, in and he just glossed right over it when I said rosemary. <laughs> um, 
Uh, <laughs> That's right. Yeah, yeah, yeah. You yeah. tried to drop it in, and it That's no, because he was on a roll. Yeah. But in Ikaria, it's such a like a it's like a cornerstone of so many conversations. Whether it's the type of tea we're having at breakfast yeah. time, or the type of herbs that are Mountain in that Greek tea. salad, or the yeah. type of herbs that are in the um, zucchini croquettes. It's like, and the, the smell of herbs is inescapable yeah. uh, on the island of Ikaria. But now on the, the but after our chat with um, Evo, I'm like. Well, I wonder. I wonder how much of it is a um, big deal in Sardinia. Now I've got this curiosity, particularly because, from my understanding, we've got a lot of hands-on food preparation in Sardinia. We're making pasta. We're working with oil. We're making our own bread. Um, I, I, I know those things aren't necessarily, you know, including herbs, but there'll be a lot of food prep whilst we're there. And I'm curious to see how they treat their herbs because on the last trip to Ikaria, it was very much we were learning a lot about how they dry their herbs yeah. and, you know, you can buy all of the dried herbs. What do you call it? Like still on the stem, you know, you're not buying dried herbs in little little um, glass jars, jars no. like we do at the supermarket. You're buying yeah. them sometimes like whole food. Whole. Yeah, whole. <laughs> They're still on the stem. <laughs> it's like, yeah. Yeah, whole. Um, um, yeah. Yeah, go on. Well, I was just going to say because when you said, you know, I wonder how they, what they do with herbs and – Blah blah blah. So my father-in-law Philip, uh, we were talking one day, and he said, "You know, tell me about the blue zones." And I said, um, "You know, Ikaria and La Melinda and uh, Okinawa." And then I said, uh, "Sardinia." And he goes, "Wait, Sardinia? It's the rosemary. It's the rosemary. That's what keeps people living a long time over there." So um, immediately for him, it was the rosemary, and he—I think he'd read somewhere that uh, it was the rosemary that they had studied or they were studying was, oh, the, was yes, the elixir. Yes. Do you remember yes. that article? A couple yes, of years ago? I yeah. do. Now you've got me thinking. I'm like, there was an article. Yeah. Now I'm typing away because I'm yeah. like, yes. And so Philip had read that, and uh, and then he said it's the rosemary. So I was like, oh, okay, that's interesting. I don't think it is, but maybe um, the, it is. But there's there's definitely. <laughs> um, some good, there's some good oh, stuff in it. I've got something for you. Okay. What have you got? <laughs> Did you know ro- <laughs> rosemary water? Yeah. Uh, this is a thing. Will rosemary water help you live longer? Rosemary water was inspired by a particular rosemary herb found in a small Italian village called Acidoli, which is the <laughs> the village that I remember was a part of the, the article. The village has been of interest to scientists studying longevity. Um, so now they're actually making rosemary water. And I bet you they're using it. I bet you they're using it with a rosemary extract that has like zero rosemary in it. Mm, or it might be a natural flavor. The natural flavour oh. of rosemary. Wouldn't it be great though? Maybe, maybe. Oh, I'm going to talk to you off here. I'm not going to give any secrets yeah. away. Yeah. Yeah, okay, right on. Yeah. Let's keep talking. So the other thing that I noticed, um, we spoke with Evo a lot. It came up regularly that the shepherds were like the archetype of longevity in Sardinia. Yeah. Do you kind of get the feeling that we will be doing a lot more for, I know we do a lot of Nicaria, but a lot of walking, a lot of shepherd type activities in order to integrate you know, that, that traditional lifestyle? Well, maybe. I think maybe on one or two days I think that might be the case. Like it, it feels like he wants to give us that experience because I agree. Like he definitely, you know, he definitely made that a point. So I think that 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 will form part of it. And I think that would be very fascinating to see, you know, what are, you know, how do they, you know, live their life? What are, they, what are they like these days? What were they like in, you know, 100 years ago? Um so I think it'll be part of it. I think we'll witness it and we'll see that what they used to do was, you know, very much about the shepherds. But I, I don't know. I don't know. Is, are they still very much 
a shepherd community? Like well, we just- are. I know. Yeah, absolutely. Because I know one of the days we are actually working with a shepherd in the woods. Really? Um, yeah. Right. Evo's taking us into the. I'm going to mispronounce this, but it's Suelo. Suelo. Anyway, S E U L O. We're going into the woods with a shepherd to to work with the shepherd. And and Evo was very like determined. I don't know if he said this more on air or off air, but he's like, I want. I'm going to get out of your way and let you have the experience because essentially he's going to be bringing us to centenarian men and women into the kitchens and into the woods and the fields and so on and allow us to have the experience. Um, mm. But I, I, just, I just wonder like um, how, how poignant, you know, that will be. And, and I also look forward to, I, I kind of get the feeling, it sounds almost, I don't know if you can say this these days, but I feel like a lot of the hands-on food prep is going to be more with the women, like when we're making pasta and bread and yeah. all the rest of it. Yeah. Um, but then- I, don't, I don't, I think you can say that because I don't think that's an issue in, in areas where they've kind of stuck to their culture, you know, and so that's more of a cultural thing rather than a, a sexist thing. It's just yes, the way yes, that it I'm is. Not, it's just I'm a, not gender stereotyping. Yeah, it's just how the, they do it. Yeah, it's just how it's done. It's not, you know, we have an, an absence of that type of culture here, and so for us, it's it would appear to be a sexist comment, but it's it's not. Mm. Mm. Um, but it feels like a real can. This trip feels like a real connection to the land. Is is and, and not just. The, the land, but obviously the food that which then comes from the land, which seems to be largely derived from the activities of the shepherd. Yeah, yeah. You know, so it's going to be interesting, so and then and then yeah, beach days and all other types of other things as well. But it, it's really got me hooked. That chat with Evo really got me hooked into how this is going to unfold. Yeah, no, me too. I'm I'm so pumped. I actually got off the phone and. And I just downloaded with Amber and, and had a chat with her about it, and I was just so excited about it. I was buzzing, really. I loved his passion. I loved his motivation, his inspiration. He got off the call saying, oh, my God, I stuffed it up. Uh, and we're like, mate, you didn't stuff it up. You were fantastic. He goes, oh, I could have explained this and that better. We're like, nah, that was fantastic. We loved it, you know. So isn't it interesting the way in which people would perceive um, an interview and um, a little shout out to my golf buddy DJ. Uh, he has been listening lately, and he and his mate Dino have been listening. And uh, and the feedback's great. People love it. People love it. Yeah. So you know. Anyway, I'm and sure we'll thing, continue to get that feedback. I think Eva again. I think he may have said it off air, but he's put together this program that is different to any other program he's ever put together. You know, we told him about our experiences in Ikaria. We told him what our attendees are used to experiencing, that it's very authentic. We don't want to feel like we're on a tour. We want to feel like we're having a lot of contact with the locals, but we're not, you know, external tourists. We're travelers interested in their lifestyle. Yeah. Um, and he's put things in the itinerary that he doesn't put in um, other um, itineraries. So I think that's, you know, he feels this ownership, which is wonderful uh, about making this a really unique experience. And so, um, you know, if you haven't listened to the interview from last week, go and have a listen to it. And then if it really piques your interest and you'd like to join us, we are heading over uh, August 19 to 28. Uh, we'll arrive in Milan on the 18th. We'll all have dinner together. We'll fly out to uh, Cagliari, which again is the wrong pronunciation. But no, that's Cagliari. All right. That's about right. <laughs> <laughs> on August 19, we're there for nine nights and 10 days until yep. um, the 28th. All the details are at 100notout.com. That's 100notout.com. You can also check it out on Instagram. That's at 100.notout. Uh, um, any questions, just drop me a line, Marcus, at thewellnesscouch.com. But, Damo, it is going to be a trip to remember. 
and um, cannot wait to have a European adventure with you once again. I know, isn't it? Goes it feels a bit indulgent, but um, but so I'm so excited. <laughs> so, <laughs> that is the word, isn't it? It is, it is indulgent. But big shout out, actually, I can say this publicly now. Because Carolyn Keane, who came to Icaria with us in 2018, uh, then decided to join us in Sardinia. She's coming along to Sardinia this year. Yeah. And then uh, she was fighting the fighting the urges of indulgence, but she has succumbed and she's indulging in also joining us in Icaria as well. So she's coming for both legs of this year's longevity experience because really? she just wants more. Um, oh, and that's as, fantastic. Well, if she was only going for one leg, she'd be going around in circles. So it's good that she's going for both legs. So that's good. <laughs> <laughs> Don't joke. <laughs> Boom, boom. Uh, 100NotOut.com. Thank you for your support. As always, share 100 Not Out with a friend. Show your friends and family how to listen to podcasts. You will open up a whole new world. Make sure you click the Eventbrite link or go to Eventbrite, search for Longevity Film. You'll see the screening come up in Brighton, Wednesday, March 25. Damo and myself will both be there. Uh, we would love to have you there to celebrate the seventh birthday of 100 Not Out. 25 bucks just for the screening or for a bit of quality time before and after. Uh, um, pay 60 bucks, get a copy of the book and some nibbles and a couple of glasses of bubbles and a good bit of quality social time. Um, that is Wednesday, March 25. Until next time, folks, thanks again, as always, for your support and continue to make the rest of your life the best of your life. This has been a production of thewellnesscouch.com. Check us out on Facebook and join in the conversation on facebook.com forward slash thewellnesscouch. Subscribe to each show on iTunes and check us out on Twitter. The Wellness Couch, streaming wellness into your lives. Whilst the Wellness Couch presenter endeavor to provide accurate and helpful information to their listeners, these podcasts cannot take into account individual circumstances and are not intended to be a substitute for health and medical advice from a qualified health professional. You should always seek the advice of a qualified health professional before acting on any of the information provided by any of the Wellness Couch podcasts.